Hello, every. Oh, my God. What's that man doing on my screen? That was meant to be the big reveal. Who's with me today on this show? But uh, welcome to The Jerk Show. I'm Javad Malik. We cover timely topics related to cybersecurity and poorly present them. Welcome to The Jerick Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics poorly presented. What a surprise! You're here, Eric. Yeah, you take a week off and totally blow the whole the, the way this show rolls. So hey, what can I say? To keep people guessing, you know, the, this is this is the art. See, if you're unpredictable, even a little bit crazy, that is probably one of the best traits to have these days. A for starters, people take your threats a lot more seriously. Secondly, from a attacker defender per perspective think about it like this if the rabbit when being chased by the fox was to just hop along in a completely straight line it would get killed very quickly so it's very random in where it's hopping left and right the army is the same thing i know you you used to be in the you used to work for the army but you're in the navy but you know so i'm not trying to teach you to suck eggs but it's it's the the <laughs> the the whole thing is if you're predictable, if the enemy knows when you're going to attack, oh, these guys wake up at 9 a.m. and they get ready by 10 and they'll be coming over that hill at exactly 11. You're not going to be very good at conquering. Well, you're American. You you know all about not being very good. But, you know, it's like you're not going to be very good at, at, at what you do. So it's all being being unpredictable is all part of the game. That was quite the monologue. Really, it was. Um, now, you've obviously read my uh, OODA loop slide with John, Bo uh, John Boyd's OODA loop and, and how you get inside the OODA loop and it makes you unpredictable. And uh, right, right. That sounded like you just read it right off my slide. Very interesting. I've never seen a single one of your slides that I didn't put me to sleep. So. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks a lot. It's a joke. Well, no, I, I, your slides are very good. And I've been to some of your presentations and I appreciate them, even if the room's only got like Even if half of Hack Miami is asleep. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that was like four people. <laughs> they were all crowded behind the one pole in the middle of yeah. the room. What yeah, a mess. Yeah. And two oh. of them were like tech people in the room. <laughs> I still have like a, a little PTSD over that that particular presentation. And got the laptop on a bar stool because there was nothing to set it on. And that was a that was a very interesting one, but it spurred that wonderful video which we uh, which we made. We should we should post that up again. It's been a while since we put that we out. We should we should. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Anyway, anyway, enough about reminiscing about your your poor presentations. Let's go into poor talking off topics from this week. Uh, so, a data breach at healthcare organization may affect two million people. Uh, what's this all about? Yeah, so um, this was a, a healthcare organization. Um, folks got into the system, and this is a beauty. Uh, it kicked off a an alert. There was a security alert, and they looked at it and said, oh, no, everything looks good, and continued on, and then found out like a week or two later that, oh, wait a minute, no, it really was an issue. And so now like 2 million people's worth of healthcare information is gone. And, and healthcare information obviously has like, everything you would ever need to steal somebody's identity, right? Uh, over here, our social security numbers, all that kind of stuff is all in there. And uh, 
What I love about this, and we've talked about responses to stuff like this and how important it is, but the response that they had to this so far from what I've seen is basically like, y'all should go out and take care of things. Like you should lock your credit scores. You should do this. We ain't doing anything for you, right? No credit monitoring, no nothing, but, but you should go ahead and do more work because we screwed up and lost your data. And, and frankly, that that's just unacceptable these days. It is unacceptable. You're right. But the other thing that caught my eye, and I'm going to come at this story from a, from a different angle, is um, alert fatigue is a real thing. And how many yeah. times have we heard about that the alerts were there, that they, they were in the logs, a it just either did bubble up yeah. to the top or someone didn't pay, pay attention to it. I mean, yeah. This was famous in the target case. I can't remember which software they were using, but they said that the alerts were there. It did alert, but, you know, there was so well, much noise. A alerts a day. Yeah. I mean, there was so much noise in that one. In this one, they actually got the alert and investigated it, um, meaning it didn't get lost in the noise per se, but whatever happened, they yeah. didn't notice well, what, until what, later. What does investigation mean? A, a tier one analyst. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you got the guy that can barely spell sock. And uh, go, go look it, at that thing. Yeah. It reminds me of one of my early, early jobs and like we were monitoring uh, the IDS systems and what we were told was like if you see something like suspicious copy the IP address do a look up on who it is then send in the, the screenshot and the details to the ISP and saying this, IS, this IP address looks like it's doing something dodgy can you take it down or tell yeah. them to stop doing it and you know I, I mean I'm not busting on people that are just getting started in the industry because we all started somewhere right we we were all that person that was like I got no idea what the hell this means okay I still but, am but <laughs> But when you're dealing with, I mean, that significant number of records and stuff, you really need to take all that stuff very seriously. I mean, 2 million people with that much type of information getting leaked, it, it's, it's just, it's frustrating to see that. And like I said, I mean, things happen, right? Yeah. My biggest issue with this was the response. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, like sometimes it's like, you've heard of those physical uh, pen tests where people go in and what they do, if they've got like motion detection, they'll get a bunch of rabbits and throw them over. The I'm talking about rabbits today for some reason. I don't. But they'll release a whole bunch of rabbits into the, their fields. So they set off a whole bunch of false alerts for a few days until they finally get so desensitized or they turn it off because there's some rodents and they, they or they desensitize it. That then when they do go in and they do trigger something, they're like, "Man, it's just another rabbit." Yeah, yeah. You just get, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and that's a that's a very good point. I mean, you know, I've I've been around places that had ground sensors and things like that. That uh, when it rained, the ground sensors were going off. You know, they knew it. Hard rain, ground sensors going off. It could be a whole group of people moving through in that time if if you know that that's what's going on. Um, but it, it is a challenge, you know, and seeing what's legit and what's not. And that that definitely is a challenge, like I said. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I just don't like the whole you guys need to go spend more time because we lost your info. I mean, it always happens anyways, but to not even at, at least offer a token credit, you know, yeah. <laughs> credit check or, or, you know, monitoring. No, that that's to me, right. You're right. You're right. Because up until now, it was like 
that veneer of care that oh here's a free credit check for a, for a, for a, for a year or something the lawyers like that. made now me it's do like, it you know it's like imagine going to the bank and saying i'd like to make a withdrawal i'm sorry but we were robbed last night so here's a coupon to <laughs> to go get a kfc or something yeah. have you checked out linkedin for a second job maybe or <laughs> you should get more money to make up what we lost we just endorsed I... you for being a good customer <laughs> yeah Okay, yeah, we, we've beaten that dead horse in the, a bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. so Emotet malware detection surged 27-fold in first quarter. Yeah, speaking of banks getting robbed, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, 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 so here's the thing. It's been around since like 2014, wow. and it's, it's, it's like a rabbit. You know, um, it, it just it goes away for a little while, it hides. And then next thing you know, it pops up and it's like shooting across everything. Right. Did, yeah, did I roll into the rabbit? Theme? <laughs> did, did, did I roll into the rabbit theme? OK, here it's I don't I don't even know. But no, it's like it, it goes away for a little while. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, look, Emotet is destroying things again, stealing banking credentials and doing all kinds of stuff just out of the blue. You're like, come on, man. I thought we took care of that already. But yeah. here it is again. I mean, I, I'm just thinking there are pros in the industry who've been working their whole career in InfoSec and um, not known a world before Emotet. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone that started in 2014 would have like, what, seven, eight years experience now. So they're yeah. like really good. They should... Yeah, they're <laughs> veterans. Yeah. But oh. feel old yet, Eric? <laughs> Dude, my, my first, I think the first virus I ever had to deal with, I think it was the I love you virus. And uh, it it hit us. It, I worked for a place we... we you, know, you know, that's not a nice way to talk about your wife, but... Right, right. No, we, we, we worked with a very large organization who I won't name, uh, but they always got stuff like immediately, like zero day stuff, even back then. So they also spread all kinds of emails and stuff to us, our... our boss was a joker so we got infected all the time but i mean the first real one we ever got i think it was it was either melissa or i love you and it basically crushed my exchange server spent 26 hours rebuilding that freaking thing because somebody had to have their jokes you know they wouldn't let me filter out jokes and and stuff like that um but that was ages ago man i look at that now and that was so freaking long ago um a lot of people are like i don't even know what that is yeah. Um, and there's some old timers that had stuff before, you know, before me, but man, we're, we ain't younger, man. We're not getting younger, Javad. What the hell? Yeah. You're really depressing me today. It's <laughs> even more than usual. So speaking of old stuff, you remember this old social network called Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> the only old people use now. That's why I'm not on it. Are you on it, man, John Terry? Oh, absolutely. I'm on it, man. <laughs> this is how I keep track of my family and friends and stuff like that. I mean, it. You know, I, I kind of miss the days of MySpace, though, um, where you roll onto a page and it's all the music and the glittery crap. Yeah. And, and you remember MySpace, right? Yeah. Um, well, br briefly, I, I never really had a page on there. I, I, I was happy like building my own websites on GeoCities back then. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this one here. So first of all, this guy stole a million Facebook account credentials over four months. So this was a credential theft sort of thing. And, you know, they get in and they start messaging other people and have them log in to confirm uh, identity and stuff like that. And, you know, it goes to show, first of all, when you get a hold of a legitimate account, how easy it is to attack others and they trust you. 
right? They, they don't look at it twice. And this is the power behind that. And I hear people all the time say, oh, it's just my Facebook account. Why, why do I want to enable MFA on that? That means I got to go through all this crap and deal with a text message or, you know what I mean? It's like, it's all this hassle. I just want to hop on Facebook and be done with it. Um, and they, they don't think that these things are very valuable, but I, you know, I've been dealing with an issue and I have to wonder if it's related to this. Okay. A friend of mine had their account taken over and wow. every couple of weeks since about January, they, there's a post on there for like puppies and they're adorable, like full bred Yorkies or something like that. And it's just a rehoming fee. Okay. And this account was a legitimate account. She had like 3000 friends um, and they tag people on it. And so then they demand cash app and somehow or another, they ended up getting a hold of a copy of her driver's license too. So people are like, this is weird. I don't know. And they're like, Hey, here's my driver's license. It proves it's me. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, what they do is they, they demand a down payment through cash app. And then of course it doesn't match the name. They run off with the money. They, after they've scammed a bunch of people, they shut down the, uh, the post that had the puppies. And then a couple weeks later, they spin up another one. There was a PS five on there. There were Yorkie puppies. There were, um, Australian shepherd puppies. And we have reported it to Facebook dozens of times. I mean, dozens of times the gal whose account was stolen has reported it as, as her account being stolen every day for like weeks. And they wouldn't take it down. Wouldn't take it down. Cause I think when they go out, they say, hey, prove this is your account. So what do they do? They upload that picture of the driver's license and they go, oh, obviously it's legit, right? Nobody pays attention. But I have to wonder, based on the timing, if this is related to what happened with those puppies, because I found out yesterday that that other profile was finally taken down. Right. So, um, And it was just taken down. And now this pops up that they found all this stuff related. So I have to wonder if something has happened with that because uh, it's very interesting, but it goes to show you how even a social media account can be used to, um, to go after people that you, that friends, family, um, people that you trust and trust you, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was interesting to see how quickly they amassed all of yeah. these accounts. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, things that might seem insignificant to us huh. as individuals. Yeah, I, I just noticed that. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Eric Crone's quoted in the story. And Eric <laughs> Crone recommended we talk about this story. Just forget that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bizarre Ransomware sells decryptor on Roblox Game Pass store. Yeah. So, this is a, it's a variant of chaos. Okay. And chaos is one that it, it tries to look like Ryuk. Um, so it, it basically renames the files um, with, you know, with that ending and stuff like that. Yeah, there it is, Ryuk. Um, it pretends to be that. It's not right. It's not Ryuk. And here's the weird part is to, to get your money, you have to actually go in there on the Roblox store Ugh. and buy like a bunch of Roblox bucks and pay for it like that. Now, the ugly part about this is chaos will, when it does its encryption, any files over two megabytes, it basically fills in with random characters after that. So any files over two megabytes, you can't get back anyways. They're just gone. They're just roasted. 
So I thought this was interesting from the fact that you're they're sending you to, hey, greetings. Um, they're sending you to a website like Roblox, which is, you would think, trackable. And on the same side, um, you know, it's not even something that you can recover from. What do you think? I mean. Oh, hey, hello, James. James. Greetings from London. <laughs> and Tampa. So, yeah, James and many other security pros are at RSA this week. So, um, um, hello, and hope you're having fun there. But, um, no, I think you're right. It's 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 a weird, weird way to go about it. And I, I don't know enough about Robux to to know whether whether there's a way they can anonymize it or whether they can launder the the the, the bucks from it or what have you but you know roblox when you look at it it is a bit like uh the metaverse it is this immersive world and there there are instances where um even during lockdown especially there were children having their birthday parties on roblox they created a private room and they invited their friends there so they came there and they exchanged gifts i assume there's a cake and you know it's so I think this is a really, really good initial case study to look at if you want to see where things like the metaverse and these second life platforms are going to go. It's going to be more of the same, but within the virtual world. And yeah. this is where things get quite, quite. Uh, and so a this is years ago, and I can't remember the, the name of the game, but it's one of these massive online games where you go about doing missions and you collect armor and what have you. And uh, you can't buy it. You have to win it in battle or or, or whatever through through some challenges. And uh, a colleague, his son, for some reason, he died or not, not the son, the character of his died and uh, he lost everything and he was distraught. But then he found this forum where other people have spent months collecting everything and they would sell it to you. But the way you could, you can't actually buy on the thing but what you did is you pay that person through whatever paypal or whatever you then you would get their character to meet your character in a dark alley in the game <laughs> their character would not put up a fight so you could kill them and when they die they drop all of their armor and their stuff and you could then collect it and you could level back up to the level you get and i thought it was an ingenious money laundering type of activity but it's just well there was a the way of things there's a story I, I skimmed across the other day and i don't even remember what game it was but somebody paid like four thousand dollars to get all this stuff and didn't get any epic like whatever in the thing and they were all upset about how much they spent and got like nothing good four grand i mean i uh, i can think of a lot of things i'd rather spend four grand on but i guess to yeah. each their own right no, this this is a slippery slope, and uh, so I, I refuse to allow my kids to buy anything on an in-game purchase. Or actually, I don't even buy them games, to be honest. Uh, so, <laughs> but um, it's such a slippery slope because, much like casinos, the the psychology is like you don't actually pay with cash; you pay with cash to buy a token or yeah. some cryptocurrency and then you use those in points to so you're so dissociated by the point it's only a thousand points well what is that in actual money i i yeah. don't know it could no be idea. Pounds, it could be 500 pounds who knows i but picture javad's kids in the living room right now i don't even buy him games so they're like pushing a stick with it or pushing a hoop with a stick right like have fun kids <laughs> stay out of trouble <laughs> you know my young so 
they, they have a PlayStation <laughs> 3, which I let them play occasionally because all the games are from um, computer exchanges, a shop over here. It's like where you can take your old games and you can exchange them. So you can, uh, you can, uh, you know, buy them really cheap. And, uh, but I only let them play it on the weekends. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of them coming back from school. So my youngest, he's like five. And the other day I go inside and there's a, he's playing a game. And I'm like, who said you could play the game? Because he's got the controller in his <laughs> And now I feel like a really bad parent. But he said, I'm not playing the game, Dad. He goes, I'm just pretending. <laughs> so, so he's got like uh, YouTube Kids uh, is the only one on the TV. He's put on a video of a game. And, and he's, he's sitting playing there with his controller pretending to play the game. You are a horrible parent. <laughs> Kids, you can't play the game, but you can watch other people play the game. Wow. Oh dear. Okay, no, that that's it. I've burnt myself. Um no, we, we are we are not going any further than that today. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. On that okay. Note, uh, I'll let you wind it. Um yeah. Okay. Well, thanks a lot there. Um, I guess we, you know, I thought we had another story here, but I guess Javad's just going to go ahead and skip that because that was his story that he was picking. Anyways, thanks for joining us here for another wonderful episode of The Jarek Show. See y'all next week.